0: Greetings! Welcome to Port Fritz. I'm your host, Fritz. Joined, as always, by co-host Man Daddy. Hi. Angela. Hello. And Kaz. Howdy. So, uh, I'd like to get right into the current event arena of the paranormal and or supernatural, and I've got a doozy for you.
1: Ooh. Doozy. A doozy, doozy, you say? It's been yep. lost since I've had a doozy.
0: Just a few uh, days ago, actually, in Arizona. Uh, no, not Arizona. Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> Nevada.
1: <gasps> Same thing. Same thing.
2: Flat. Um, where is dusty. It?
0: Where's Las Vegas?
3: Nevada. Nevada. Actually, it's Nevada.
2: Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Wait, well, is it Nevada or Nevada? It's Nevada. Nevada. Nevada? it's Nevada. 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 Let's Nevada. British Let's go, Wait Nevada. a minute. I think go it's to...
3: Nevada. I think people from Nevada get really mad if you say Nevada. Nevada. Someone corrected me once. Oh,
2: God. And you don't even know if you're correcting yourself or you're saying it wrong right now.
3: I feel like I want to say Nevada.
2: If you actually get mad at something like that, Get a hobby. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
3: I mean, people call Florida Florida. Florida.
0: That's just stupid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And there are stupid people for doing it.
0: So this incident, this is an aerial phenomenon, an unidentified aerial phenomenon known colloquially as a UAP. It's it's the more modern telling of a UFO, unidentified flying object. This is an unidentified aerial phenomenon to a UAP around 9 p.m. local time on Saturday. March 16th, 2019, an air ambulance helicopter. So a pilot who had medical clearance was flying roughly 15 miles west of central Las Vegas when something odd caught his aided eye. This is from thedrive.com. And uh, I'm going to follow up. I actually emailed this uh, author. So hopefully I'll have yeah. some kind of update for you guys. Nice. During, during an exchange with an air traffic controller or an ATC, The pilot of this Mercy Air, so uh, the hospital uh, was Air Methods, so you'll see uh, AM in the designation for this flight. The helicopter pilot noted spotting an unidentified object some distance from his position, and only he was likely able to see it in the darkness as he was wearing night vision goggles.
3: Cool. Okay.
0: Fifteen miles west of central Las Vegas, he radios in to the air traffic controller and says, I'm seeing something. Can you see it? The ATC responds with a negative, and he says, well, there's something there, but I can only see it with the night vision goggles. This exchange, uh, I think, is uh, telling, and it's an actual conversation recorded between the pilot of Mercy Air, I believe I said, uh, and the uh, air traffic controller.
2: Mercy Air 21 radar contact, 15 to the west of Las Vegas, uh, VOR, to Bravo
1: Edge twenty one position checks and just to advise, it looks like I have uh, some sort of object over the southern hills area. Looks to be about seven thousand feet. Could be a balloon or something along those lines. It's, it's unlit, so uh, just advise. Yeah,
0: Hear okay, rotors? Uh, I'm
1: not seeing anything in that area, but that's not to say, uh, like you're saying, there's something out there.
2: Yeah, I can only see it. Uh, I got the uh, night vision goggles on. I can only see through the Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How badass is that? In the grave. He said, dude. "Dude, dude, that's awesome." So one more time, wicked. And hearing hearing the actual rotors of his yeah. helicopter yeah. doesn't that sound massive? Yeah,
2: it just when it kicks in, it's just underneath everything.
0: Yeah. Well, he and says,
1: also I like how reserved they were being. They were like, "This is." alien there was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know something's over there he's like yeah I'm not seeing it but I'm not saying that you're wrong like maybe a balloon oh, a balloon you got
3: the night vision, so like, the night
1: vision goggles on? yeah dude
0: <laughs> 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 totally <So> let's, <laughs> let's listen to that last um, half of the exchange this was uh, from SoundCloud um, if you listen to just this last half it's really telling how he says I can only see it with the night vision goggles he mentions the southern hills area That's not an actual geographical location or even like a a colloquial neighborhood. It's Southern Hills Hospital.
3: Oh, okay. Uh Because
0: he is a helicopter, you know. Oh, right. That would be be a
3: landmark to mention.
0: So he's saying Southern Southern Hills. Oh, where the other hospital is. Yep. The
3: Southern Hills area looks to be about
1: 7,000 feet. Could be a balloon or something along those lines. It's it's unlit. So uh, just advise.
0: Just so, advice. Yeah, he says. Yeah, like he's, he's not like. Oh my god. No, but he says a balloon at seven thousand feet. He was about nine miles away. For him to only see a balloon on night vision Unlit. goggles makes sense because you know there's not, I guess, a lot of it would be light dearth of light sources. Right. Yeah. yeah. But to say could be a balloon, he's not saying. It's anything. He's just saying could be balloon Exactly.
1: Again, like we've talked about, like these men are vetted and allowed to pilot multi-million-dollar perhaps. These are not yuckos, right? Like these are <laughs> these are dudes who know what they're doing up there. Yeah, right? yeah exactly.
0: And uh, and so he's being reserved. He's not extrapolating any kind exactly. of exactly crazy so situations. Uh, let's see if we can hear the rest of it.
1: Uh, I'm not seeing anything in that area, but that's not to say, uh, like you're saying, there's something out there. Yeah, I can only
2: see it. Uh, I got a uh, night vision goggles on. I can only see through the goggles. Oh,
0: that's awesome! <laughs> Bitching. Uh, air no.
2: traffic
1: to control how high are you right
0: now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so seven thousand feet in the air. That's how high I am. But that would have been within. I think the gliding. I could be wrong, but I think that's that's within his gliding um, flight plane. Like if he's like just around, or he's you know maybe. 'Cause some helicopter pilots will, will also do traffic reports. If they're up, it takes like what, thirty or forty thousand dollars to get any kind of airplane or helicopter in the skies anyway because of fuel. So he was probably just, you know, making his rounds and uh going through the Las Vegas strip. So this is uh again from the drive.com. The controller responds saying he doesn't see it, but that doesn't mean there isn't something out there. The pilot then informs him that he has night vision goggles on and that he can only see it through the goggles. The controller seems pretty amazed with the pilot's <laughs> capabilities, responding, oh, that's awesome. Stu- <laughs> he was pretty stoked. Nice. Yep. So this <laughs> so this area that he saw it in, and I'm presenting the laptop to everyone right now, that red block okay. area, you'll see it's over mountains. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes it is.
0: It's not really close to central, central Las Vegas. It's out and about. Off to the, yeah. So for him to be nine miles away and uh, they do some sleuthing, which, again, Tyler, my dog from uh, thedrive.com. Shout out, Tyler. Where are you at? We uh, ran back tracking data, Flight Radar 24, had during the time of the radar uh, radio exchange, and we couldn't find anything unusual in the area where the pilot saw the object. He then later gives an update. There was a bit of confusion about the time indexing between the flight data and the audio clip, and our friend figured it out. It was UTC. We were a day behind, so the data we wanted to see was on the 17th and not the 16th of Ah. March. So when they re-pulled it, they saw that it was actually a little bit closer to that area. You see it over there? Mm -hmm. It it would have been nine miles away. So if he saw something nine miles away at 7,000 feet, he would have seen this object at eye level for him to have only seen this with night vision goggles doesn't necessarily mean anything. The drive.com ends it. We finally talked to the Mercy Air Operations where the helicopter was flying in and out of they informed us that Air Methods headquarters has told them not to provide comment or access to the pilot who was talking on the radio and spotted this object. They told us Air Methods wants any inquiries sent to their headquarters. The problem from Tyler of the drive.com is that I had reached out to them and have heard nothing back in well over twenty-four hours. I will keep trying to contact them directly, but at this point, it looks as if they are actively trying to avoid discussing the event with us.
2: Whoa. Okay. That's a cover up, dramatic.
0: What? Thank you. Yes, but uh, thoughts. Phrase. Tyler, I mean, interesting. Well, right? First of
1: all, Tyler, keep it, keep it going, keep the yeah. faith. You know what I mean. Try
3: never, never give up. But never I- give up. Never
2: surrender.
1: Again, like we talked about, <laughs> these are sharp men that are like that are in the air traffic control towers and piloting these these crafts, right? Yeah. Like these are not weirdos like off the street. Like these men Looties. are trained and know what they're doing up there. And if they're the reason he even mentioned it was this is something unusual, air traffic control advice. And the guy was like, "Whoa, <laughs> rad! What do you? Wait, do you got the night vision goggles on, bro?
0: That was a great. That was a great." audio moment too because i i don't i don't think to me that doesn't sound scripted or no. staged no, no
1: nothing no. about that was overblown or anything it was very and, and it wouldn't be <clears throat> it
2: procedural. wouldn't be that impressive if they weren't trying to cover it up uh-huh. if they were just came out well then again if they came out immediately and said something a lot of people would be like oh that's just a covering up so the yeah. kind of damn did they do damn they don't at this point when it comes to this type of stuff
0: the uh the email that i sent to tyler again who was the author of that uh the drive.com article let me know if anyone contacts you again. I'm going to be talking about you on my show anyway, but I would love to hear from you in the future. And then I was like, yours in weird, comma. Oh. Yours oh. in weird? Yeah. Damn, nice. I'm going to start using that. That's good. Yours in weird.
2: <laughs> but depends on how you <laughs> pronounce it. It's like <laughs> yours in weird is cool, but yours in, in weird. weird. That's, <laughs> how
0: it's co- That's how it's the coolest. <laughs> it's like saying yours in strange. But,
2: so, yeah, strange is a little worse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i just thought it was neat that is wonderful yeah, that's cool. First? no
1: i like that i like that I kind like of practical it. like uh exposure to yeah. kind of unexplained right like yeah. it's not like with the amount of cameras. there's aliens it was like a dude like hey it's not supposed to be there
0: also can yeah. we discredit yeah. this helicopter pilot no you no. would be insane to try to
1: yeah,
0: yeah. he's exactly. a helicopter pilot for, for a ho- hospital exactly
1: yeah you
2: should have a stuff on tight yeah but it- with the amount of cameras. I mean, everyone's got a high-def camera in their pocket. We've got to start seeing some good footage at some My point. There has to be something, you know, coming. You know, I mean, there's so many different <laughs> ways to uh, record and there's so, you know, every, it, it's just, we've got oh. to have something happen. There's oh. got to be something sooner than later.
1: It has. They just well, that's the thing. I mean, box, it has yes. it happened. It hasn't anyway.
2: just been, uh, you know, shuffled under. Because yep. they mm-hmm. have to know something that we don't. That's all there is to it. There, there's no way that they don't have extra knowledge that we don't.
0: And also seeing a balloon from nine miles away. I wonder how big it was to him or if it was tiny. I think well, he was yeah. good.
3: I almost wonder if he was just saying that just to be like, I don't, I don't want to sound insane. Exactly. You I know, like, like it oh, it, it. it must have just must be just a balloon. B- Never mind. Yeah. You know, didn't want to kind of make a bigger deal. Plus being in that area, you know, people say, say they see things all the time. Right. In that area of the country.
1: No. Just a balloon. It's just a balloon. A balloon. A balloon. Uh, 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 Chad, real quick. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, dude, is that a balloon over there? Dude, do you have your night vision goggles on?
0: Yeah, (laughs) bro. Yeah, bro, I'm super high. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Angela will tell us which podcasts she's been listening to. Kaz has Hollywood Horror Updates. That's where we find out which of our favorite scary writers are finally getting movie deals greenlit. And we end it with Man Daddy's Movie Madness, where he reviews a movie that you might have let slip under the radar. All coming up, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Fort Fritz on Real Radio 104.1 i
1: on Real Radio 104.1.
0: Cossacks are by Scott Walker, a track that is very spooky. That's off his album, The Drift. He passed away earlier this week, so has a little hat nod to him. He was 76 years old. Hello, welcome to Fort Fritz. I am your host, Fritz. Of course, I am joined by Mandaddy. Hi. And Kaz. Hello. And Angela. Hello. You know, you can always uh, try to stalk us down on social media and the internet. It makes it really easy I don't to be so
3: stalk him. Don't us. Down. Stalk 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 stalk
0: Enjoy
1: our content, but be cool.
2: Yeah, you can you can listen. Don't come over to my house. That's all I ask. Just, you know, say hi in public. Go over to Fritz's house.
0: No, you don't have to do don't that either. Don't go over to yeah, Fritz's house. <laughs> Only if invited, because I've seen uh, Let Me In, and I do not like that. I don't like the concept of Let The Right One In. Let The Right One In. Let Me In was the American one, right?
2: Yeah, that's so lame that they did that. The title, Let The Right One In, says something more about the vampire <laughs> lore. Just, please let me in. Is just lame version of it. <laughs>
0: We're on Twitter <laughs> at Fort Fritz MCT. We're on um, Instagram at Fort Fritz. We're all over. However, you want to Just listen Google. to the show, Google us. Please listen to it and continue to do so. Also, and share it and share it. The iHeartRadio app you can download it right oh, now yeah. and there search Fort Fritz. So, Angela, you've been uh, checking out a podcast.
3: Yep, I've been cheating on everybody. Sorry.
0: Okay. What? Yep. Rude.
3: Well, what? I was a little late to the game, but I started listening to okay. Serial. Okay. S e r i a l from NPR, This American Life.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And um, the first season is, I think it was in 2014, and it was about the case of Adnan Syed. And he was a 17-year-old football star, straight-A student. Everybody liked him, super nice. He had been dating this girl, Hayman Lee. I think they are both in the same grade together. She was also, um, I think they are both part of the same magnet program. They were together for a while, and they broke up. It was like they couldn't tell their families that they were dating. They grew up in families that that they weren't allowed to date in high school. Also, this was 1999, I think, in in, uh, Baltimore. So
0: that's a long time ago.
3: Yes. I think there was like a um, reference to that Casey and JoJo song, All My Life. Do you remember that song?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sing it, baby boy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) it. Okay. Uh.
3: (laughs) So we're talking about that era. They danced to that at like a homecoming or prom or something. Oh, come on they have broken up, and then she was dating somebody else, and then one day, she went missing. And they found her body a month later. And some random guy found her in this park while he went to go take a leak on the side of the road.
0: Yeah,
3: But her body was super far back in the woods, and it's kind of weird that he saw her. And there's just all these weird things surrounding it, and somehow... The cops started questioning this one guy, Jay, and apparently he had, like, weed on him or something, and he was oh my arrested. Oh, criminal. Somewhere along the storyline, because I don't want to give too much of the details away. This guy, Jay, basically w- blamed or was told to blame this guy, Adnan Syed, who had been her boyfriend. Because, of course, a lot of murders are done by a boyfriend or husband or someone close to somebody.
0: Was this the ex-boyfriend at the time?
3: He was technically an ex-boyfriend, yeah. And, you know, this was even before... but he's Muslim, and so I think they leaned on that a lot, and um, this guy's been in jail for 20 years. Everything about this case was just weird. So Sarah Koenig from This American Life did um, a podcast in 2014, so that was like 15 years later after the uh, the case, and this guy's still in jail, but it opened up so many things that HBO, two years later, um, well, it's actually been five years, but... He actually um, applied for an appeal because all this new information came out and they were like, "Okay, let's look back into this case. Yeah.
0: Get off your ass and investigate. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Like now we all these other people started looking into things like people who were just attorneys that were just curious about this case just started looking into things on their own, starting blogs. Other people came forward like I actually tried to, you know. Give an alibi for Anand. No one listened to me. Really? So, yeah. Mm. So there's a lot of really interesting stuff with this, and um, so there's something called the Case Against Anand Syed. It's on HBO. Right. And they just had the third episode, and it is compelling. And each really? episode's like seventy minutes long or oh, so, God. but it's really, really good. It's a lot of content. No, suck in. It sucky end. But it's wonder. It's wonderful. And it's really well done. You know, listening to a podcast, I finally am seeing all these faces to the voices that I've been listening to.
1: Is it weird? It's always weird to me to, like, hear a voice and then see the face. Oh, yeah. Face that because comes,
3: there's one particular attorney. Who, she just has the most interesting voice, and they show a picture of you and you're like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like,
0: you okay. look like a total. Yeah, yeah. You don't look like her.
3: It's really, really well done. It's only three episodes. I actually don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be. I think it's
2: only to be, like, six yeah so like that. It's, it's It's a limited thing.
3: Because each episode is so long. So
1: <laughs> how does this factor into the justice for Anon? Like, does he get to That's a great question. get out of prison once they prove him
3: I believe so when I mean I think cuz he's appealing for this case is it's a new trial for this okay? with all this new evidence, and I would hope that he'd get out of jail. Oh, man. Because he didn't have so cool. any arrests before It's like this.
1: crowdsourced justice, right? Uh, it's like, happening yeah. a
2: lot. There's a lot of different cases where either filmmakers or podcasters mm-hmm. are doing the research and going there and finding the clues. What's our people. one? We got to find one. Let's, okay. <laughs> oh, if you've been murdered, contact us. <laughs> is, it, is it
0: statute of limitations, we'll it. right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking it up now. Uh, the state of Maryland, right? Because you said it was outside of Baltimore? It's Baltimore, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know yet. But I'll keep looking. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wonderful. Thanks for that, Thanks update, for that right? update,
0: Back to yep. you. Hey, we're going to do a full Loading one. the
3: info now. Actually, something you mentioned, Mandaddy um, Up and Vanish is another podcast I've been listening to. Yes. And um, that one was based in Georgia, in Osella, and I think it happened in 2005. Really small town in Osella, like about an hour away from Tifton if anyone knows where that oh, is Tifton, Tifton Tifton oh, yeah. think Tifton actually if you're driving through 75 up to Atlanta from Florida when you get when you're getting close to Tifton all you see are signs think Tifton think Tifton and you're like what isn't Tifton
2: <laughs> I can't stop thinking Tifton
3: think <laughs> Tifton <When> in town <laughs> you start bleeding from the eyes <laughs> ah!
1: Drive
2: right <laughs> off the <a> clip.
3: <laughs> it's like the last dying word you have. Tifton. I thought about it. We got it.
0: another. Rosebud. No, wait, no. Tifton.
3: A filmmaker named uh, Payne Lindsay in Atlanta.
0: Pain.
1: Pain Payne.
3: Payne Lindsay. It's a
1: dude. It's a dude. Yep.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: points. That's points.
3: Well done. Um, he was going to do a documentary, but he also wanted to supplement it with a podcast, and he ended up. Mostly sticking with the podcast because of the success of it. Yeah. Um. He's from Atlanta, and his grandmother actually lives like in Tifton or near Tifton, which is not actually where it happened. It's in Osceola, which is a very small town. Everybody knows everybody. Like if you're new in there, people know who you are. Yeah,
0: that old cliche, Georgia.
3: This girl named Tara Grinstead was um, a 32 year old or 30 year old teacher. She was like a former beauty queen. She still ha- uh-huh. helped with beauty pageants. She was a teacher, I think, at the local high school. She had, like, gone to a beauty pageant, helped out with that, went to a barbecue, went home. It was a Saturday night. She didn't show up at school on Monday. Everyone thought that was weird. She was a very responsible person. It wouldn't have been like her to not show up. And they interviewed a thousand different people. She kind of had, like, a couple different boyfriends they thought it might be. Everything seemed really weird. And then... You know, Payne Lindsay's like going down there and interviewing people. And it was like, again, one of those things where it's like the cops just wanted to close the case immediately and just kind of like up and just really didn't go anywhere with it and didn't really do anything with it. A lot of people were accused. All of a sudden, 12 years later, these two guys that no one even thought of or heard of kind of came forward about it. (laughs) And it's insane. By the
2: way, I just totally totally forgot to bring this. I did the murder. I did the murder and totally. Woo, just slipped my mind. I just thought i would come back. I've been out of town. (laughs) It's been a busy decade. I've had so much going on. And this
3: happened, the podcast was happening like 12 years after the murder it really started to kick up some things around town and kind of gave everyone a lot of pressure to start looking into things again
1: so they found like she she was murdered they found her or yes. she just went missing mm-hmm. okay so they found like a well, dead body
3: they didn't find her until these guys came
0: forward oh. and said they did she was led them missing. to the body and
3: they her father actually declared her dead 2 years after the after the uh, they were going through the case maybe not 2 years afterwards oh, maybe, so like shame. 5 years that's so sad and she ended up like they they Jeez. like burned her in a P- pecan orchard oh. Oh. Um, yeah um and that happened in real time as the guy's doing this podcast so he's looking at all these things and then they had this conviction while he's investigating the whole thing oh. so what? that whole episode's actually kind of exciting to listen to because okay. you're like oh they're finding this out like right now
0: okay so angela of the up and vanished podcast that you were talking about uh with the school teacher yes. or the serial podcast season one Season one yeah. of the Maryland case. non Um which one would you say is is the most compelling, do you think?
3: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Because one's a murder mystery, but on another level, and then one is well, this... Well, one,
1: the, ma- the man's life kind of hangs in the balance. But a high one school
0: is, killing.
3: Like... It is. I mean, I feel bad saying that because somebody died, you know, some like someone who was loved by a lot of people. I mean, that's was... why
1: we're listening to this, though. If it was like, hey, they were high school sweethearts, and then they got married and had a kid, and they don't really like sure. know if they're into it anymore, and the kid's kind of not that cool, and, you know, it's... <laughs> it's uh... Yeah, yeah. That's not as him. compelling as like a, you know, murder, murder. is like a, it's uh, terrible. You know, what, terrible.
2: Uh, you, know you, you don't hear very po- podcasts just telling great, happy stories that happen. It's always these dark, we should. twisted you know things. What? Let's you know? do that. Why
1: not? Today, Why not?
2: a puppy smiled.
0: Yeah, you know? we can you don't do hear that. that. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. What did it you is. do to that puppy? I made so, him smile. Angela. How? You Angela. don't want to know. <laughs> See? As Kaz and Man Daddy <laughs> are talking about puppy stories, which one do you find, as of right now, the one that you want to go back to?
3: I think Serial is really well-produced. It's NPR. It's This American Life. Everything about it's smooth. The transitions are great.
0: So is it It's part of
1: another show? Like, there is a show called This American Life, and then it's like a, a story that they do inside of it, or?
0: Um, it's the same cast member, Sarah Koenig.
3: Sarah Koenig. Or Koenig, um, it's pronounced it. Oh K-O-E-N-I-G? Like Gra-
0: Matt Greenig. It's like, yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. Yep. It's kind of like that. Um, K-O-E.
0: Points. Points.
3: Oh and I forget, I feel terrible cuz I forget his name but I watched um I listened to another podcast that was through this American life called S Town. Yes. <laughs> and what? and it does mean like yeah. Exactly. S awesome?
2: Town. You know what it means. Yeah. That's We're more-
3: not saying it. <laughs> We're not
2: saying it, but you know. There's so many things it could mean. Oh, you know what it means. You know.
3: Um, Which is another really good, uh, compelling story, and those are from This American Life, which is a segment on NPR. Okay. Nice.
0: Okay.
3: Um, But I find the Up and Vanishing, or the Up and Vanished podcast very raw, and- um,
0: Seems like it would be.
3: It is, and-
2: have kind of a one guy production?
3: Yes, for the most part. Um, season I did listen a little bit of season two of Up and Vanished, and then more people joined in because time and sponsors. And this one was actually out of state for him. I find the Up and Vanished one. I got very addicted to it because. Hmm. It's in this small town, so you're like, what? And there's all this weird gossip going on. And yeah. that's what I think is so interesting about it. Interesting. I didn't feel like the... um, Is it Corn Noir? Or... Is it what? Corn is it corn noir. corn noir? If it's in the Baltimore? Su- the Southern Gothic.
1: <laughs> no, this is in Osceola. This is the one yeah. that takes place in Osceola.
3: Osceola, Georgia. Georgia.
0: Peach Noir. Peach Noir.
3: Pe- <laughs> peach Noir, yes.
0: I love how Kaz always answers these. No, no, no that's Peach Noir. Pe- peach. Um, As you were, Angela. I'm a student of the Noirs.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think because... It just seemed a little bit more, there's a lot more characters yeah. in the Up and Vanish when you're having people from, like, Osceola, Georgia, and the things true. they say, and mm. the <laughs> gossip, and the fact that also the guy, like, his grandmother lives near Osceola, so he called her as well, and she was, like, talking about making him cookies, and it was just kind oh. of great.
0: Nice. <laughs> that was awesome.
3: very good podcasts. Um, I highly recommend Up and Vanished and Cereal.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, nice. there you go.
3: Nicely
1: yeah. done. And it was season two of Cereal?
3: I listened to season one of Serial. Actually, Serial has three seasons. Three seasons. Okay. Um, season two is Bo Bergdahl, the soldier, and then season three is interesting. Every episode, it, it's in the um, the Chicago judicial system. I think. Oh, so the, every that, episode Chicago? is like a different case that they're working through okay. with different people. Neat. Um, which is really neat. Yeah, very cool. And then um, Up and Vanished has two seasons. So and the,
1: they're about the same
3: case. The first one is about Tara Grinstead in Osceola, Georgia. And the second season is about Crystal... I forget her last name. So this is an R in um, Crestone, Colorado. And hers oh. is interesting because she's this, like... Hippie girl who moved to this like super hippy dippy town, I think like Casadega here in Florida, like mediums, okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. spiritual yeah, 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 and
0: Weirdos.
3: And hey. like some really cool, neat, hippie, chill people, and then some really crazy, druggy Weirdos.
2: Weirdos. Weirdos.
3: <laughs> and um, she was apparently this just like really amazing person and she just disappeared. There Ooh. and they they still haven't found her. That was like 2016. It's not cool. I think. It's, it's terrible. But That's, it's like true it's detective.
0: Awful. How each season I think is what yeah. Kaz is trying to say. Exactly. Each season's a different story. Yes, I really do admire when shows try to do that. It would be unwise of you to leave this channel. Coming up, we have Kaz, who will tell us which of your favorite authors have been greenlit, which projects will be made into Hollywood movies, and Man Daddy has his Man Daddy's Movie Madness, where he will review a movie that you might have slept on. All coming up, you're listening to Fort Fritz on Real Radio 104.1.
2: Six six is the sense DNA on my wire offenses Maybe someday I'll find me a suspect that has no out of my Fort Fritz on Real Radio 104.1 Fort Fritz, I am your co-host, Man Daddy. Over there, we got Fritz. Hi. Over there, we got Angela. Hello. And over there, we got Kaz. We just heard a bunch of crazy stuff about some uh, podcasts that all have to do with the murdering and the disappearing. Who listens so- to
3: podcasts? I know.
2: Who would ever listen to that? By the way, you're listening to Fort Fritz. Check out our podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, and all the other places.
1: What do we do on that podcast? By the way, like, is it just normal kind of entertainment? It's a little different son? than this, what actually. Yeah, on the what would uh, you-
2: On the Fort Fritz podcast, uh, we do a little bit more of the theater of the mind sort of thing. So you got your sound effects, and we're in different locales, and sometimes we go into the future, and we drink gravy water. And it's a lot of fun and a little different than Mm. your normal podcast. So check out the Fort Fritz podcast. You can see that on all the places on your iTunes, on your Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Fort Fritz. But right now, let's see what Kaz has to open your mind.
1: Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's just more like TV stuff. Right?
2: Okay, anyway, well, thanks on. for Sorry listening to the show. We'll
0: thanks, be guys. back next week.
1: Angel,
2: a
0: quick cat minute. Stall, stall, stretch, oh, stretch. I,
3: I got cat hour. I
2: got <laughs> Not a problem.
1: So, uh... You, we, you guys have probably heard me talk about it. I am a fan of Neil Gaiman. Gaiman it's Gaiman. Gaiman. I
3: watched a video. It's Gaiman. Video. Yeah, it's Gaiman. It. Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Okay, well now because we're Tell How
1: a fan art if you don't know how to say his
2: name? I was
3: saying I this. I always read it. I was saying something about Neil Gaiman, and this person I was telling this to Gaiman. kept thinking I was saying... Diamond. Oh. That happened to me. And then, but then I watched this whole video, and Neil Gaiman actually says people make that mistake all the time. Gaiman, really? They hear Gaiman and they hear Diamond. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Someone told me that because I, I was like, I was reading something. They're like, Oh yeah, that was written by Neil Diamond. I'm like, He wrote this? Wow. <laughs>
3: um, what I a saw, range.
0: <laughs> I saw Stephen Kramer, uh, attorney at law. law. We were talking about Neil Gaiman, and he goes, Gaiman. Gaiman. I'm pretty sure it's Gaiman. And <laughs> I go, Yeah. And he goes, Yeah. And I go. All right, nice All right. talking to you, Stephen.
2: Hop, he hops in the Kramer-mobile and drives off into the sunset.
0: So, uh, Neil Gaiman, he wrote a
1: book along with a uh another English author named Terry Pratchett, who did Discworld, if you guys ever got in Discworld, very Love cool. It. Honestly, like really cool. So uh I guess If got you're to a ch-
2: flat earther, you'll like Discworld. Too. Oh fantastic. Why is that? <laughs> because uh, There's
1: multiple of those.
2: Yeah. Ooh. In Discworld, the the Earth is a flat disc that is on top of four giant elephants that are on top of a giant space turtle going through space.
0: On top of a flat circle.
1: <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Russ coal?
3: Rustin Cole.
1: Rustin. So, um, he wrote a book with Terry Pratchett called Good Omens, which is a uh, very dry British satirical, I guess you can apply the word satirical to that, take on the antichrist myth or uh, legend of the second coming of christ and uh-huh. then also the antichrist on earth etc kind of almost like the office i guess but <laughs> applied to like heaven and hell and
3: <laughs> okay.
2: it's, so it's satan a- looks at the camera all the time just makes a goofy face you know sin
1: <laughs> is definitely uh what's his name jim. michael it's oh, jim okay. it's jim. jim satan is jim for sure in this. satan's okay. pulling a Halpert.
0: Oh, yeah <laughs>
1: so they uh the these two the an angel and a demon who have been tasked with kind of overseeing earth or you know this this potential uh, second coming have been waiting so long for it to happen that they've developed kind of a almost contentious but yet friendly work relationship with each other so they like meet up and talk about like what's going on kind of like wrestling
2: yeah. Kind of like the, the, the dog and the coyote from the cartoons when they check in and check out, hi, Bob. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kez just gave me a, yeah. What is it, and then I scratched like the a... back
1: of my neck. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's like exactly an, what I'm I thinking. And an just like bro, it. It's when DDP uh-huh. came out and like.
2: Was the demon? Did,
1: did they put the <laughs> diamond cutter on Satan? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, um, uh it, it's it's very dry, very humorous and also like a very good story like you you're not expecting certain uh elements there's like a a witch character that gets involved that has these like prophecies and they cut back to her timeline of like where she's coming up with these things and it's very cool, very uh like I said, very dry, very British humor and like And this uh, is the omen? It's called Good but Omen. Good Omen. Good 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 omen. omen and they were going to make a movie i think we talked about this earlier it's going, going to be a movie with starring robin williams and johnny depp as the angel in depp. and the oh, demon and it
2: was John right
3: depp. Uh, he's he's gone down a wrong path.
2: Yeah, yeah. Five thousand yeah. dollars worth of wine a week will do Ooh, that to you. It's
3: bad. It's
1: bad. I mean, just give him a chance. When you drink a Johnny Depp wine, though, that's like a bottle or two, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's not really that's like that's really cutting into his bracelet budget. <laughs> so
3: many, bracelets. He, so many to, like, <laughs> belt, bracelets. he keeps having to like
2: bury them. belts, twenty four bracelets. He's having to bury all. Looks those. Looks
3: like Jane Fonda and Steven Tyler. <laughs>
1: that's true. <laughs> Damn, shots fired. Johnny Depp. You know what? Thank you. There we go. So the trailer, a series being developed, is gonna come out on Amazon Prime and the trailer was recently released and I'm a huge fan of the book. I've read it several times. The trailer looks a little hokey. I don't know Ooh. if it's like kinda of too overblown, similar to Ooh. So you know how they did um Preacher? Okay. Like Preacher was something that like had a very kind of macabre sort of like edgy kind of thing to it, and then what ended up happening with the series, which it wasn't bad, but it was like a lot of special effects and a lot of like action scenes. Good omens to me was more dialogue driven and more of kind of that like like I said dry kind of humor, which in the trailer didn't really capture that. Which is a trailer, like you're not going to be able to do a lot of dialogue yeah. stuff. So maybe they handcuffs sometimes. <clears throat> David Tennant, Daniel Tennant, one David of the Tennant.
3: David Tennant,
1: the, the, Doctor. the Doctor Who, who guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's one of the Doctor Who guys. I've never yes. okay. Oh yeah. Um. So he's yes, going to he be. I believe uh-huh. he's going to be. Hey, um, the quote-unquote evil character in this which like i said they the the roles kind of shift back and forth so i'm interested to see how it's going to work out the book is amazing the book i stand by the show i've yet to see so we'll i'll let you know once i get a chance to see it but uh in addition to that another one of my favorite book series dark tower Stephen king what up Stephen king you ever want to come on the show like well sir king Oh, we should knight him. How, what would be the American knighting though? I don't you know, feel it like a no, uh, Patriot like, King or whatever. I think <laughs> Patriot been... King. Dude,
0: dude. Stephen King. We you know what? Our, dude, that's dude. awesome.
1: Dude King. We should dude, dude him. Dude You've been duded. <laughs> that's a to you know what, Stephen King, you have received an official if you want to come and be dubbed in person. Dubbed, dubbed dude. <laughs> du- dude dubbed. Dude. It. <laughs> then we will do that for you. However, uh, you it right our, here he will or? be
2: our first. Stephen King, you will be our first dude. We don't. I've said up. this you it right here on Real
1: <laughs> Radio 104.1. I've said this multiple times. Please tweet at him. The man is our Shakespeare. He is so prolific. He's written so much that has encapsulated so much of like our pop culture and informed so much of like our idea of horror that his his mark is... Indelible? I was going to say indelible. Damn it. You were like... Boom. His mark is double. Why the do they hate each other so much? Have mm-hmm. you seen him? It's contentious. Stephen King wrote a book series called The Dark Tower, which he regards as his magnum opus. This is his big eight-book series. It's eight books now. It was seven. He added kind of a little uh, middle addendum in there. It incorporates all several of the characters from his other novels and kind of folds them all into this one universe. It's an amazing, heart-wrenching horrifying, hilarious, <laughs> action-filled <laughs> romp. Did what did you, you think get, of the movie? The movie was straight-up hot garbage. Yeah. It was oh, one yeah. of the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, like, I don't post to Facebook. I post it on Facebook. I was just like, I cannot even stand the fact that this was named Dark Tower. But it was, it like, so disgusting. That was the only redeeming quality because Idris Elba as the gunslinger you get to look totally at worked. Totally worked. Idris Elba was amazing as the gunslinger. They are uh, apparently going to be making a serial adaptation of The Dark Tower. That's going to be. That was uh, always in the works. I thought the the movie was supposed to be like a. At the same time. Yeah. But because the movie was panned, I think it got like a 13 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's just
2: like. Bombed. cuz it was it did not do good
1: garbage it was one of the most garbagey garbage <laughs> things that i've ever How do you feel about it? I recycled. you know what i i will say this i sat through the credits just so i could see who the like creative director was oh. for it so i could hate him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i could know his name i hate him i appreciate that white hot
1: rage so anyway uh they're gonna make a uh serialized uh episodic uh version of the dark tower which to me makes way more sense like yeah. you need to do too much material exactly it's huge it's a huge book with it's in it spans multiple continents and ages so and times. is lines. this a- Good. So to me, this is at least an attempt for them to redo the travesty that was that movie. Yeah, eight
2: books, two hours, yeah, that's gonna work. There was
1: so much there. And there's like six
0: books into two hours is just way too much. You could do
1: an entire thing on why Roland is is as grizzled and like sad as he is, and then why the boy is as, you know, willing to like leave his world or whatever as he is. Those two could be their entire an entire movie. And they try to cram it into this like ninety minute. Crap show, laugh fest. It, it was. It it's was, a
0: laugh fest. It I honestly tell you. was it's a giggle fest.
1: It was insulting. <laughs> As someone who like put so much time into reading those books and then watching that movie, I was just like, I sat through it because I'm, you know, I'm not gonna like let it beat me. But at the same time, I was just like,
2: <laughs> you're not gonna win this one movie
1: <laughs> it was straight up hot garbage so hopefully they get what platform choose. is the dark tower going to be on amazon prime okay. nice okay oh, cool okay. but now we got good omens we got dark tower like yeah there's some entertainment now miss mazel is great
3: oh i've heard so many people have been talking have so much it. love miss everyone's been <sighs> talking
1: amazon about miss mazel we gotta check that out yeah. what do you got <laughs> for us man daddy
2: well uh talk about movies uh i like watching the movies i like watching the netflix and some of that was just dropped this week past weekend on Netflix that if you're if you're a rocker, if you're a metalhead in any way, you got to watch. And that's The Dirt, the uh, Motley Crue story, the Motley Crue biopic that is now on Netflix based on their uh, the book that Nikki Six wrote called The Dirt. And uh, first thing to say is don't watch it with your kids. I had a few people on uh, like Facebook go. I started watching this with my kids. It's a movie about Motley. Why would you
3: do that? Okay,
2: why would you watch this about? don't. What? Because within the first,
3: obviously,
2: within the first six minutes, something happens that you don't see in most movies. I've heard. Yeah, first six minutes out the gate, you're like, okay, this is special. Um, they did, I thought they did a good job of the casting originally when I first saw all the trailers, I thought I was like, that does not look like them. That does. It just seems. But as the movie goes on, when you watch the movie, they actually did a really good job. Um, it's cheesy and glossy in a way, but it kind of has to be, you know, um, because they're just just dirty scumbags. They're just really, I mean, when you look at it, all you can say is, wow, these are horrible people. Like absolutely. Except for Mick. Except for Mick,
1: Mick's a solid guy.
2: Well,
0: he's a little crazy in the head. He's well, of course, got the whole because of what, what he's got going on.
1: Well, they, they were enabled, though. That's what I keep thinking. Oh, of course, Everybody, every rock star. Yeah,
0: everybody's like that's
1: oh, why
3: you what become terrible... a rock star become, there were, to become enabled. No by the world. consequences. Yeah.
1: When they're just like these people are terrible people. It's like what about the people who are like supporting this thing exactly. that were going that were like they were going along with this? Like, they're
2: just all horrible people. And uh, like you said, they are just enabled. And that is why most people become a rock star because you want to be enabled by the world to do whatever you want and have everything catered to your whim, which it was. And uh, it, it, it's just it's a fun movie. It has it does have uh, some deep depressing parts because they did have, you know, some of the things that happened to Vince Neil uh, are just horrible. Uh, so, some of the things that Nikki went through. What, they, they all have their own horrible things.
0: Yeah. Nikki Six died. Yeah. Um, oh, that's Vince Neil, I think, killed people with his car yes yeah, he killed one person homicide yeah.
2: um and, and it's all dealt with in, in the movie and done and and done pretty well especially because there's some stuff that goes on later on with Vince Neal that that is just very heart-wrenching yeah. that's even worse than the car wreck I don't want to give anything away if you don't know the story um but once again the casting uh machine gun Kelly does a really good job as Tommy Lee yeah. what he does a, yeah <laughs> okay a mach- oh, wait, wait, wait. so this is not a documentary
1: yeah. this is like a dramatization yeah it's a biopic <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's what a dramatization. It's mean? not a documentary. Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee and does a great job. That's awesome, uh, good and, for him. And, and it's just, I mean, misogynistic as the day is long. And 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 they really tone down the misogyny, you know, just because <laughs> in the current you know uh, climate. Yeah. Because when you read the book, it's it's just horrible. They just you know they. Anything that moves, basically, was their rule. Yep. If it moves, they're doing it. And oh, uh,
1: Raccoons. Oh,
2: uh, you, name it you, you name, name it. you name it. you name it. They come to my house don't and know the fish stop. Get...
0: <laughs> you, na- you named it. You named it. Trout. Trout. Raccoon and trout.
2: Like, I mean, in, in the book, like I said, that's even worse. Like, they, had, they don't go into the one thing, uh, the famous contest... Where I I can't remember which members. They wanted to see how long they could go without bathing and still get laid.
1: Wow. And they went
2: like months, like two, three months, like no bathing, playing shows every night, Ugh. no bathing. And so we're talking rank, man. That's just got to be next level rank. And there's man.
0: leather pants. Oh, oh, my God. The
2: bus. The bus had to just <sighs> smell like just giant Ugh. monster butt. The entire bus, just <laughs> monster butt from front to back. Um, But it's just, if you're a fan of rock and metal, you just got to see it. You know, you just got to see it. Grew up, you know, actually the very first quote-unquote band I was ever in when I was playing bass, we played Livewire. I, I love the first Motley Crue album. I love Shout the Devil. There's like two good songs on Theater of the Pain, and the rest I'm out yeah, of Yeah,
0: and they're both cover songs.
2: Well, yeah, well, one is a cover <laughs> song. And, I, and I'm so tired of uh, Home Sweet Home. I was tired of that song when it came out when I, I was, was in high school. That's what I was thinking about. I'm tired of it now. But it's just if, if you're into rock and roll and you like a good biopic, check out The Dirt, The Motley Crue Story on Netflix. Don't watch it with your kids, don't watch it with grandma. Just, just don't watch have it. Kids. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. If you have kids now, if you have kids, I love your kids and they're precious. But don't have any more. We're done.
0: So, Man Daddy, out of seven Man Daddy Beard Pools, how would you give uh, the dirt I'll give from it between a, zero to seven?
2: Between zero and seven, I'd give it around a four point four to a uh, 4.5 to a five. 4.5 to a five, <laughs> around there. You know, it, it's, it's it's 3.4 to a 3.5. No, 4.5 to a five. Four point five to a five. Okay. You know, it's, okay. it, it's a lot of fun. It's not groundbreaking. That's it's above not, average. You know, it's it's above average. It's and it's it's going to be more of a five or a six for you if you're a Motley Crue fan or if you're a fan of eighties metal and eighties rock because when it goes back and shows the you know the Sunset Strip scene and everything like that at Ben Gazzari's and all that, it's just it just takes you back to that time if you're an old school metalhead.
0: What if you're a fan of feminism?
2: You're not going to like this movie at all. So what you're would you going you like not going to like Motley Crue at all. So you're Not then... going to
0: like most rock bands at all. What would be your rating for? Zero to
2: seven. Oh, for a feminist, mm-hmm. feminist man, negative
0: eighty-two. There you go, <laughs> oh, man. And,
2: there you go. And uh, A lot of brustices, lot, lot of uh, flying breastesses in this movie. Uh, a lot of flying, sex- flying all over the place. just, <laughs> just whipping just around <laughs> the room, like, across just the wings. Yeah, it's like
1: <laughs> it's like the Lost Boys, only everyone's like, got like breasts big, and they like,
0: <laughs> they all got breasts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that would be my recommendation for things to watch on the Netflix.
0: The dirt. Very nice. So show. that
2: is Fort Fritz. Thank you all very much for listening. Can I do a little thank wrap you up? Jack. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Yeah. Thank you for uh, giving us our time here. This is our quick wrap up. Tell you, like I said, I think you should check out The Dirt if you're looking for new movies. Uh, for a little plug all of myself, uh, I do trivia. First and third Mondays at Orlando Brewing at 7 o'clock. And I also do 90s trivia at Cheers Altamont on Thursday nights at 7 p.m.
0: I have Moon Men for Mars. Check them out on Spotify. I also love just Lisa, check them out on Spotify. April fifth, nineteen ninety four was the twenty fifth anniversary of uh, Kurt Cobain's death. Wow. So if you wow. haven't check out the Nirvana catalog, relive those moments. Wow. What you got?
3: Um, I'm doing a fringe show at the Orlando International Fringe. It is oh twenty eighth year. It's the longest running um, fringe mm. festival in America That's crazy here for in Orlando. Years. I know. Um, I'm doing a show called Does That Make Sense? by Dasa and uh, Fritz is helping us with music, so thank you Aww. very much. And that is in May um, at The Venue, which is on Virginia. Um, and
2: go support the venue Before yes, it's gone Yes Please. It's going to be that gone It's September We're um, sorry about yeah, that yeah, The venue no. is a great place is that a
3: thing? It's been my home theater oh, Since no. it opened in 2012 I've played I did, there twice For God's oh. sake I've danced there So many times yeah. I did like my first monologue On that stage Damn Yeah they've been Really wonderful to me They've become Really good friends of mine but anyway, I'm doing um, the last fringe. that's going to be at the venue. Um, our show. Does that make sense? Wow, May 19th, May 23rd, and May 25th.
0: Do not sleep on this.
2: Go out support the venue, support the fringe. Definitely do.
1: Real quick, check out oh uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, the new game that came out from from software. It's a Dark Souls. Like Dark, I've raved about Dark Souls. It I mean, looks Carson. awesome.
2: Get good. It's it looks like, uh, really cool.
1: They actually purchased the Tenchu license from the original. I think it was Activision. Uh, so if you're playing. Tenchi back in the day. It's like a ninja-ish game, and then this game is very kind of dark ninja <laughs> thing. There's a lot of dark themes. It's dark. It's a dark artistic... Uh, seems dark. Artistic. From what you're Are saying, you saying, it's, it's dark. dark. It's hear, a dark hear, thing.
2: I'm feeling <laughs> darkness. And it's
1: dark. But it's very cool, very engaging uh, art style, and the story is fantastic. Um, so check it out. Awesome. Awesome.
0: That's uh, checkout time. You got to get the heck out of here. Man, daddy, can you please throw their bags at him?
2: Get out of here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. This is Fort Fritz. Listen to us on our podcast. We do the Theater of the Mind thing. We're on Stitcher. We're on YouTube. We're on Livsa. We're on everywhere, every single platform you can find us. Just search for Fort Fritz. Thank you very much for listening. We have been
0: Fort Fritz. If you would like more uh, Fort Fritz, email jack at realradio.com. Demand Fritz. Tell Continue him.
1: to send emails to Jack. At
2: just time. on a minute-to-minute basis. Let him know what you're doing.
3: Have a setup that just auto-sends things to him.
0: Until next time, pleasant dreams.